welcome to the Fracture Line, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom line CWIS updates, shoutouts, fun facts, and weekly banner. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White, Dr. Adam Kay, and Sarah Ann Whitbeck. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Fracture Line. Uh, we are very excited to be joined today by uh, uh, Leah Dobson. Very, very excited to have her on uh, Fracture Line. I also have with us uh, uh, Drs. Tom White and Dr. Adam Kay, as well as uh, uh, Sarah Ann Woodbeck. So, uh, Leah, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, so, yes, uh, Leah Dobson, I am an um, official title is Major Trauma Coordinator, but that entails quite a lot. So, I'm a nurse specialist, an advanced nurse practitioner, um, and uh, we'll work over uh, a major trauma centre in Hall Royal Infirmary, um, which is in East Yorkshire in England. It's quite a small um, trauma centre, um, so equivalent to what your level ones. We get quite a variety of patients in, um, and so my job is to oversee the patients from admission to discharge, repatriation, or death, unfortunately, um, and just make sure that I coordinate everything and the team coordinate everything to the best that we possibly can, like the umbrella approach. That's what we do. So there's a perception on the part of Americans that Brits are smart. Their your accent makes you sound super intelligent. So I want to know if the corollary is true. Do, do English people think Americans sound stupid because we speak with American accents? <laughs> no, it was a serious question, you guys. It's a serious question. Yeah, no, that sounded I like mean, a good one. I have, I have alluded to this before. You definitely but... thought that one out in advance. <laughs> I am definitely not smart. Um, and I have said this before that a monkey could do my job. And um, so, um, yeah, I, I, I suppose the accent thing is quite funny. Um, I suppose in films it's portrayed that we're all bright, isn't it? But actually really not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know Boris Johnson. I mean, we know of him. So we do have some examples of less than, uh, less than smart. Yeah, I'm pretty, well, you I'm also pretty... have the pleasure of working with one of the nicest humans I've ever met. So would tell us a little bit about your relationship with Dr. Guzman, if you would, please. I was on maternity leave when I first heard of uh, Mr. Guzman and... Um, I had the pleasure of meeting him uh, in December uh, last year. When we're teaching chest wall trauma and just generally blunt thoracic trauma, uh, it's me that's done all the teaching historically to uh, nurses and junior doctors. Um, because we have uh, a split site, so yes, we are a major trauma centre at Hull, but six miles down the road we have our sister campus, which is Castle Hill Hospital, and that's where Mr. Gooseman is our consultant. Um, now, we've never really had much involvement um, from a teaching perspective, only because we've done it ourselves. And then when I was on maternity leave, I got, a, I got an email from Mr. Gooseman uh, saying, yes, yes, I'm very happy to do the chest wall trauma teaching, and instantly my hackles went up. Um, and I was thinking, who is this guy? Like, who is stepping on my toes? Just because he's a thoracic surgeon. Um, so yeah, I, I did finally meet him, all they six or eight of him, and was quite taken aback. Um, yeah, he is, as, you, as, you've alluded, yeah, as you've said, he is one of the nicest people I've ever met. Um, he is incredibly, is not only really kind and uh, generous with his time, but he just wants to improve the service so much. So he, he dedicates a lot of his personal time as well trying to improve the service, and he's made huge impact already in the in the short time that he's been a consultant um so i think it was like 6th of feb he finally got appointed as a as a consultant and he's he's made you know brilliant brilliant um inroads already to the cross site cover in particular yeah that's fantastic and you call him mr he's a mr he's mr Gooseman. 
it's yeah because he's a surgeon he's a mister right. Right. Yeah. Can you can you, can you just say Mr. White, Mr. Bowen, Mr. K, just just one time? I think okay. we'd all just love yeah. to be called Mr. Bowen, Mr. K, and Mr. White. So okay, that's go. good. Thank you, <laughs> Leah. Hey, hey, Leah. So, so you said that you uh, you train a lot in uh, chest wall trauma. What exactly um, are you training? This is like uh, that's uh, interesting to me. Um, if you can kind of elaborate a little bit on that. So my background is critical care. And um, trauma has always been, it's, it's always been a speciality that I wanted to be in. And there's a couple of areas that I find of, you know, great interest to me. Chest, well, any, any thoracic trauma uh, and neurosurgery. Um, so I've got, you know, two particular interests. At the time, I think I understood chest trauma and neuro more than other things and just found it was so complicated. I also liked the aspects of... Um, teaching and understanding and, and then and relating it to your colleagues about um, I suppose the ventilation aspects um, and considering all of that really so from a critical care point of view that's where I kind of fell into my niche um, and then since we we've been open as a major trauma centre for 10 years now uh, I came into post in 2015 um, and because things were very new I opened the ward in November 15 um, and we just needed to have some form of teaching component. Now there is a national, uh, there isn't there is national guidance, and there, there are national competencies now for for specifics in major trauma. Um, and but before they came out, I needed I needed to know that the staff understood not just trauma, but particularly chest trauma because we get a lot of it. Um, it's it's you know that and the general orthopedics they are main uh, our main patient groups. So. Um, I take them back really back to basics um, I think really you know I like pathophysiology aspects and I, I think it's important to let your staff know what could potentially go wrong, what should be normal and what can go wrong and how they can how they can differentiate and how they can prevent it from going uh, going south so we say and um, from a deterioration point of view so yeah we, we start from basics and, and go through uh, quite a variety uh, of, of teaching methods um, we do a course called um, beyond the ED which is uh, we also teach trauma courses as well uh, myself and my colleagues teach trauma courses to nurses and junior doctors and allied health professionals like physios um, but the that's quite well attended whereas the wards did seem to get neglected at the time so we, we did a, a course called beyond the ED and that's where I met Mr Gooseman and, and when I felt very like you know put out of place <laughs> so, so he did my teaching last year and we'll go through anything from blunt thoracic trauma to um uh like tomcat and talking about the atls approaches um and what they need to do in, in the case of emergencies who they need to inform what is the likelihood of patients going off um how we can prevent deterioration chest i suppose chest drain management and um, so it's that kind of stuff that we cover really going off does that mean getting worse yeah going off <laughs> I love that you use the expression going south. Yeah, going south. Right, which we use as well. I've learned yeah. so many terms from you. As so, we Leah, tell us a little bit about this upcoming SeaWIS uh, event in, in, in your neck of the woods. We're really excited, actually. Um, we've spoken to quite a few people. So, obviously, Mr. Gooseman uh, made us aware that uh, you guys were coming over. And what turned to be just a small gathering was very much a let's do an event um, and Leah can you organize and I was like oh um, and I'm really happy to know but he's blimey. Like, he, uh, blimey yeah that's a gooseman phrase isn't it uh he's uh he's very good at putting me under like is, is gooseman so um 
so yeah we've got this uh, fantastic event coming up um, in Hull uh, on the 6th of September we are quite lucky in Yorkshire we have um, three major trauma networks and four major trauma centres uh, one of which is a, a paediatric only so we're hoping to get we've, we've, we've shared the invitation and we seem to be getting some good feedback um, we've got quite a few people that want to attend um, and I think um, I've been speaking to a lot of therapists actually of late and um, they are really excited to attend and I think it's such a shame that from a chest physiotherapy point of view they haven't had the opportunities to explore chest trauma, they haven't had these events um, uh, so this, they're really excited about this so we should have a very good turnout and um, we've got some fantastic speakers and I think really the premise of it is we're trying to do a from a pre-hospital down to rehabilitation through the patient journey and uh, and then obviously uh, with yourselves talking about you know the expertise such as the surgical rib fixation um, and surgical procedures over what we can do from a conservative uh, non-surgical management point of view so it should be very interesting we are super excited about Seawest Britannia on Tuesday um, September 6th in the hall um, and just super excited for this partnership with with you guys so thank you for all of your work this is this has been truly a pleasure to work with you and, and certainly Dr. Guzman or Mr. Guzman yeah, I, Mr. I forget <laughs> our, <clears throat> our difference in uh, in terminology so it's it's been super fun and I'm looking forward to seeing it come together yeah we are thank you it's, it's a pleasure it really is a pleasure and we're very excited it's, we're very honored actually um, both Guzman and I have discussed it at length and we've, we feel very honoured that you, um, you've chosen to come over and see us and, uh, and meet us and we hope it'll be worth your while. <laughs> yeah, don't get too excited yet. Like you can, <laughs> I mean, what you see is what you get. <laughs> so, I mean, I... <laughs> Whatever you do, Dr. White, just don't come out with that. Uh, sorry, Mr. White. Um, Mr. White, uh, yeah. Just, yeah, don't come out with like BP in the boots and uh, you know you're out of pocket. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. gonna try to work in all of these like UK. Yeah, you may you may want to run. People be like, who's that weird American? <laughs> you may want to run your script by Leah before you, you before you give your presentation. Yeah, probably should do that to make yes. sure that you're not saying anything that's not uh, off uh, off color. <laughs> exactly. So, Leah, yeah. you're, you're, the city is is Hull, correct? H U L L. Yes. Yeah. It's not the hole. It's not like the Hague. It's hole. Um, okay. Yeah. So King Kingston upon Hull is the the official uh, name, um, and yeah, but we're, we're Hullians are renowned for dropping the H's. So you'll hear Hullians. a lot of hull. Yeah. Bull. Now, good stuff. Leah, in your personal time, I know you also um, run another organization, and we would love to hear about that. Yeah. Okay. Another one. Well, one of my many interests is uh, mental health uh, and in particular um, patients or just individuals that have used maladaptive coping strategies really um, throughout their lives to cope with whatever. Um, our mental health services, um, because it's NHS run, are very, very under-resourced and so we get um, a lot of mental health patients which I've always been incredibly interested with. Um, unfortunately, my brother, um, passed away and took his own life in 2015 and um, he was uh, 12 years my junior we were very very close but he was uh, bullied horrendously at school and uh, unfortunately didn't really get the mental health support that he needed um, 
because of that, he did end up in the wrong crowd and he did end up with maladaptive coping strategies. He started taking drugs uh, to alleviate his problems and his depression and anxiety. And then unfortunately, uh, that got the better of him uh, in May 2015. And um, I think it was it was very strange because he, he died where I work um, and obviously I was on intensive care at the time. So it was quite surreal that um, he, he died there, but also quite comforting in, in maybe a slightly morbid way. But I knew that he was looked after uh, at the end um, and he was is a it was a fantastic lad um, he ended up um, saving four other people through organ donation uh, which was something he always wanted to do and uh, you know I was I, I'm honoured to be um, to be his sister um, I think what we wanted to do as a family um, is not only raise awareness but we wanted to I suppose give other individuals the chance of therapy for a support I think sometimes when you don't particularly meet the criteria um, to be assessed by the mental health teams you do fall through the net and I think as an organization we just wanted to be the safety net for people um, and so therefore we set up a small charity that uh, serves the um, East Yorkshire and Hull area and we provide support groups and we also pay for people to have private counselling or psychotherapy whatever's needed so they're not having to wait the months until they um until they have to see an nhs specialist so um we, we know we've helped a few people um we want to grow as an organization um and you know i'd love to do some research uh what i'd like to do is combine major trauma and mental health um i've already started some work on that so it's I've got my foot in both camps really. I, I see it at the end, but also I want to do the preventative kind of side. So yeah, that's uh, that was in my, that's in memory of my brother, who was a, a special lad, bless him. You are a truly special person, and and I'm impressed with with the way you've taken a tragedy and and turned it into something that can bless the lives of other people. That's that's really terrific work. And thank you. That's lovely. We're we're blessed to know you, and and he is blessed to be your sister. Thank you. That means a lot. Yes, yeah, amazing story. I won't amazing cry. story. <laughs> no. Thank you for sharing. No, I that's. Oh, no, I don't you. want to monopolize all of the time with with my questions with my terrible voice. Does anyone have any other questions? Well, I just want to know if I'm going to be able to use "pip pip" and all that rot and "Bob's your uncle." Those are the two phrases that I want to oh, work, work in well, my sure. talk. So I'm going to ask for your help when when it's appropriate to use those two. Are Bob's we... your uncle is a favorite of mine. Oh, uh, good. You can absolutely use that. Um, in fact, yeah. if you want me to nod from the back of the room when it's appropriate, I can okay. do that. Okay, all right. You raise your right your right index finger, and then I th I'll throw in a Bob's your uncle. Okay. <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> is Sea Whisper telling you just one day, or is it more? It's just, well, it's just the one day. Yes. Uh, one day in the hall, and then we are actually going to go over to Sheffield and visit um, Dr. Edwards' facility and, and be able to, to interact with him. So they're... They're just a little bit separated by distance, and so he'll come over and participate in Sea West Britannia, and then we'll we'll head his direction and be able to do um, some some education and networking over in Sheffield. So now is when we get serious, Leah. This I have to ask you this question. I'm going to put you on the spot. But are you a Sea West member yet? Yes. Oh, shoo. Okay. <laughs> Good, Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Not only is she a CWIS member, their hospital is one of our collaborative centers. Yes, they are. And that's yes, why she Yes, indeed. So they're setting oh. an example oh. in uh, in the United Kingdom. So that's, that's terrific. Very good. Congratulations. So Sarah, do you have some updates and then we'll do the final stitch? I sure do. We have um, a handful of 
things upcoming. We have case review on the um, 24th of um, August. So please tune in for that. We have three cases already, which um, will be exciting. We do have Journal Club again on September 14th. We just had a Journal Club yesterday and it was terrific. If you missed it, let me know. I would be happy to share the recording with you. Um, I'm just getting it posted right now. Um, so that, that will be available. We do have um, social gatherings in conjunction with both the AAST and the ACS Clinical Congress. <clears throat> um, so the one for the AAST is of course in Chicago where the meeting is being held. It will be on um, Thursday, September 22nd. We are super grateful to KLS Martin for supporting that activity and look forward to um, having anyone who's attending the AAST participate. Um, so if you um, are a CWIS member or have colleagues, friends, people that you think you know should be members or um, just anyone that, that's interested, please come you know, hang out with us. The, the link to sign up um, has been posted on our Twitter feed and is in the newsletter um, and more emails will be coming out. On Monday, October 17th, we'll be holding a social gathering in conjunction with the ACS Clinical Congress in San Diego. Um, that was in the newsletter this past week and again, there will be more email um, notifications. So please join us um, for that as well. Looking forward to hopefully connecting with, with lots of people. And lastly, um, if you have not already put a hold for at least a few hours on your calendar for Wednesday, November 16th, that will be CWIS Day, which should be just an amazing um, display of CWIS magic. We're gonna have a series of things in terms of having case review, journal club, the things, a live debate, a live recording of Fracture Line. Um, so Gonna get our CWIS on. Tally-ho the fox. All right, should we do the final stitch? Who's ready for the final? Who, who wants to go first for the final stitch? I'll go first. I'd like to shout out two of my favorite people. I know I said Dr. Gooseman is the nicest guy I ever met earlier, but I want to qualify that I know a lot of really nice people, and two of them are on this call right now. I mean, there's everybody on this call is nice, but Zach and, and Adam have just, you know, I, I didn't think anybody could top Adam's presidency. Zach is on track to be as good, and just the, the amount of energy and passion and dedication and work these two guys put into the society is unless you unless you are in, sitting where I'm sitting and where Sarah's sitting you, you have no idea what these guys do you, you think you do but you don't and I just want people to I wanted people to know that I appreciate how much they um, enhance <laughs> my CWIS life thanks guys Zach remember that story oh. that uh, that that um, get together I don't know how many years ago probably four years ago now um, you know Zach and me were both at one of these CWIS you know, socials and we were talking with Tom, and Tom's like, you know, you guys are the future of CWIS. And we're both like, oh, yeah, sure, in five, ten years, whatever, we'll be future of CWIS. And lo and behold, here we are. So my final stitch is is about a beloved um, a beloved Aussie. Um, Ms. Olivia Newton-John passed away at the age of 73 this week. I'm sure most have, have heard or already um, are aware. After a multi-decade um, multi battle with, with cancer, um, or breast cancer specifically, and I love Olivia Dune. Ugh. As a, a girl who was much reflective of the life of Sandra D and looking for my own Danny Zuko, like you guys, I I just think the world of, of exactly. Thank you very much. Yes, that is exactly it.
I have been listening to Grease all week and like reliving and other Olivia Newton-John songs and uh, shout out to uh, Olivia Newton-John. All right, I'll do mine. Um, so, so now, I, like everyone knows, uh, school starting at least uh, in the in the Kansas area. I know in like East Coast, it's got another month, but we today is my first first day of one of my kids' schools. Um, so this morning, you know, my son Asa, he's 11 year olds old with Down syndrome. We told him today's school. So he goes, okay. And at seven o'clock in the morning, we lost Asa. We couldn't find him. Um, all the other kids were, you know, eating breakfast and we couldn't find Asa. So my wife got in the car and drove and she's like, well, let me try something. And she drove by the school and lo and behold, Asa was sitting at the, in the, uh, the, you know, right outside of school at the bench. So he was about an hour early. He he walked a good like three blocks to school by himself, um, and uh, he's ready to go to school. So um, we'll see how school goes this year. I'm guessing it's gonna go okay. I think it's gonna go okay. All right, Zach, Leah, I can yeah I can do mine. Um, you know uh, I was gonna talk about getting back to school, but man I, that means that summer summer's coming to an end here, which is uh which is always kind of a a crazy thing to think about. But uh, what that means is that means that Christmas is that much closer, uh, my favorite holiday of the year. So um, looking forward to that, starting, starting to gear up for Christmas already. Um, but, uh, but that also means that football is just right around the corner, too. I know last time I was on Fracture Line, I had to put a plug in for the NFL. But, man, we're just, uh, we're just a few weeks away uh, to kick off. I know that we've had a preseason going on right now, but, uh, man, it's going to be an exciting season. So looking forward to that. All right, Leah, you're on. Final stitch. Well, I think, um, so I have, I'm incredibly grateful for everything that I have and I've got some amazing people in my life, but I've got, I've got a little issue mentally that I just take on more and more and, uh, and I need to stop this. However, um, not only do I have two horses, I'm looking at a third horse and then just, um, kidding myself that I have time to ride and to do everything with all my animals and the two children that I have that are crackers. And uh, and um, so I, I'm trying to bring myself down. Mine's really boring, sorry. But I'm trying to bring myself down and just focus on a few things so I can do a few things well and then not 18 things rubbish. And so I'm really having strong words with myself at the minute. And I've got so much to be grateful for and I work with some amazing people and I have some amazing people in my life. And I just, I'm, I'm just trying to just bring myself back rather than, I mean, Guzman will tell you that I'm all over the place. Uh, so yeah, that's, I think that's mine. I'm, I'm learning very, the very hard way <laughs> to try and just focus. Can you see my, I thought of you as, or I thought of this, I have this stored to my phone. Okay. okay so it says my plate is full. I can't possibly take on anything else. Oh, look, a project, right? <laughs> story of my life. That is the story of your life. Yep. One That's of your friends, and strength. Right. right. One of my friends sent me this, and she's like, this is your sickness. And I was like, yep. Yep, it is. And I'm going to send this to you, and you can store it to your phone. And every time yeah, you think, oh, I could take one more thing, you'll be like, nope, nope. Sarah sent me this. She yeah. knows me. Yep. Ms. Dobson, it was an absolute pleasure to chat with you today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting Thank you. me. I've Absolutely. We'll, we'll see you soon. Please give big hugs to Stanley and Beatrix for us. I will do. Thank you.